This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, and we'll get to that in a second, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. All information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes, and any advice is general advice only. With that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode, for everything that's going on in our lives and in the lives of equity mates at the moment. Yep. But while our life is busy, our portfolios don't need to be. And while our lives are busy, being an investor doesn't have to be busy as well. Yes. It's never been easier to be an investor. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. Well, there's a lot to crack into. We've got 15 minutes, but you've noticed, you may have noticed I changed my intro there, Ren, based yes. on some very exciting news that has come across the equity mates desk. And that is we are now licensed. Yes, we have an Australian financial services license. Do you remember the number? 540697. Nice. <laughs> uh, so this has been months of work in the background. Um, and what it means for the show, what it means for our content is ultimately not a lot. Um, we'll still be producing Get Started Investing, Equity Mates, all of the, the content we produce, socials, email, all of that. But we are now officially licensed by the Australian government. That's it, the <laughs> regulator. It's real now. It's real. We've been working with the regulator ASIC and we have our own license, unlike others who may be operating under other licenses as an authorised representative. This is an Equity Mates Media AFSL. Very exciting news. Yes, yes. But that is only one of... Uh, look, we'll, we'll talk about this more in coming days. We've yes. only got 15 minutes. Yes. We, we can't dilly-dally because our lives... I said they've been busy... Uh, we're recording this two days before FinFest. We're releasing it two days afterwards. If everything goes wrong at FinFest, maybe we won't release it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're nervously excited for it. Uh, hope everyone who came had a great time. That's been keeping us busy. You got married. I got married, yes. Someone decided it was a good idea to book a wedding two weeks before the biggest event we've ever thrown. <laughs> I know. Bold move. <laughs> then take a week off for a honeymoon. A week off for a honeymoon. Everything... Uh, 
Yes, got married, Ren. You were there. It was an absolutely magical weekend. Um, it, it was. Very special. Just had such a good time. Took a week off, feeling refreshed and revived and... Let's, let's crack in. And the good news is, despite everything that's going on in our lives, we've kept investing. Well, you have particularly given that last week, I think we spoke about your auto investing. Yes. And yes. when we left the end of that episode, it actually hadn't kicked in. You were doing it as a bit of a trial. You'd set it all up. Yep. But uh, from what I remember, it actually hadn't executed. And now it has. Yes, has. It has it executed how you thought it would it's execute? Actually execu- I've had it executed twice. Okay. So... So maybe we it, might have recorded that we episode a, a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, because of your wedding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so since we recorded that episode, I've uh, it's I've had two pay cycles and it's auto invested twice, and it's great. Nice. Uh, money hits the account like Equity Mates paycheck hits the account on Monday. Uh, all the transfers go out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And the auto invest happens on a Wednesday. Nice. And Do you get a text message confirmation? Yep. Nice. I'm like, Love hell that. yeah. Love that. Yeah. Five text messages in the morning, <laughs> 10 a.m. on the Is open. It 10 a.m.? Yeah. Interesting. Well, 10 or whatever. So, yeah. so it's executed as soon as market opens. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Well- the reason we're doing this episode is because off the back of that conversation, Ren, we've had a, a number of questions come through about actually setting up portfolios. Mm. Um, we spoke about uh, the way that you were approaching diversifying your portfolio and a bit of overlap. And a constant qu- question we get is how many ETFs is too many? And so we're going to sort of cover that in the next 10 minutes or so. Yeah. The t- two pieces of good news are, first of all, it's simpler than you think. Mm-hmm. And second of all, don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. Here. I haven't heard you say that in a while. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of fresh it now. <laughs> it's like, however you're investing, the fact that you're investing means you're like 80% of the way there yeah. and you're doing more than so many people, which is really unfortunate because it's so important to have your money work for you rather than sit in the bank and get less than 1% interest when inflation's at 6%. Yeah. Well, I think the the fact that this don't be, let uh, the perfection be the enemy of the good, you're a classic example. Are you saying what, we're not perfect? No, but <laughs> ha, ha, you've been investing now for five plus years easily, yeah. almost 10, mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually almost 10. Jeez. It was only in the last three or, well, a few months that you've decided to just completely overhaul your portfolio. Yeah. And so, like, it <laughs> just goes to show. Yeah, <laughs> You don't, true. whatever you start what out with. What was I doing for the last seven years? <laughs> <laughs> whatever you start out with, you're not locked in. Like, you can yeah. learn and make changes and, and go again and yeah. learn and make changes and yeah. go again. And I think a key part of it for me has been, life has just got busier Mm. and while I was fresh out of uni and you know just starting out in work or while we're in COVID just felt like I had more time but now with equity mates and you know growing the team and everything life got busier and my just that day-to-day investing like lost it lost its focus a bit but that's part of the reason why I've just set up all this automated stuff and the good news is that you know I don't have to do anything now. Yeah, it, love it. it has never been easier. <laughs> like you don't have to be an investor 
to be invested. Nice. You don't have to wear a Patagonia vest in a suit and tie. You know, <laughs> true, true. You don't have to talk about stocks at parties. You, well, don't, you don't have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you do, you do, you do. All right, well, let's um, talk about diversification, Ren, when it comes to setting up an ET- a portfolio of ETFs. And we'll start with the research side of things because there's a, a pretty well-known chart that we've spoken about on the show. We might try and get it up on, on socials if we can or in the forum that really show the benefits of diversification do decay pretty quickly. Yes. And so basically what it shows if you have one stock holding one individual stock is riskier than the market. The volatility is higher, the, you know, the, the movement of price up and down. But as you add more stocks you start to see the benefits of diversification. And by the time you get to about 20 to 25 stocks, the risk in your portfolio is about the same as the overall risk in the market. Mm. And so after that, any more additional stocks that you add, you're not getting really any additional benefits of diversification. Mm. Now, if that doesn't really make sense, the all, all you really need to understand is the outcome, which is that like the benefits of diversification sort of max out around 20 to 25 stocks, yeah. different stocks. Yeah. yeah. So having 100 in your portfolio versus the 20 to 25, you're not going to have a hugely yeah. uh, diversified difference. And that's so that's what the academic research tells us. But for most investors these days, this is a big call for me, but I think it's right. Of our age, most investors these days, they're predominantly not buying individual stocks. Well, I, I don't think that's a big call. I think research came out a couple of weeks ago that said seven out of 10 are ETFs. Seven, uh, out, seven of out of 10 dollars in investments are made by millennials are ETFs. There you go. Got my finger on the pulse. Yes. <laughs> and the good news is that ETFs, most of them already have more than 20 to 25 stocks. Yeah. Well, then that begs the question around like how many ETFs do I want to have? Yeah. If, if one it has... 20 to 25, yeah. I get another that has 20 to 25. And the thing is, like, does diversification even matter when you're talking about ETFs? If they all have, you know, the ASX 200 has 200 stocks. Yeah. And the, the reason it matters is because you want to just diversify away from different risks. The risks that America does something stupid and the American stock market falls so or the Australian housing bubble bursts and the Australian economy implodes. Yeah. Or, I don't know, the tech sector collapses for some reason. So um, there's sector diversification, geography diversification. Yeah. It's just like you think of all the different types of risks there are in the world and you want a portfolio that is resilient to those to those risks. Mm. So let's get to the meat of this episode, which is about how we actually build a diversified portfolio of ETFs. Well, Ren, we'll start with um, two options where you can do it through one ETF. Now, you and I both have our super in Superhero. They have a diversified ETF in there that um, you're forced to put a percentage of your superannuation into, and that is the Va- Vanguard Diversified Balance Index ETF. The ticker is VDBA. Now, this is a one ETF that gives you exposure to a multitude of global markets as well as a different asset classes. Yes. So well diversified within the one ETF. And that's just one example of these one ETF portfolios, I guess mm. you could call it, where mm. BetaShares, Vanguard, iShares, whoever it is, have done the work and built a diversified portfolio and you just have to buy one thing. Yeah. And so you mentioned VDBA. Yep. But the FIRE community, the Financial Independence Retire Early community, love VDHG, which is the Vanguard Diversified Growth. Yes. And they just 
oh, I'm saying they, but it's like, you know, pe- fire proponents love just buying that and buy more of that. Um, and that is also one that has like multiple different, it's got like property, bonds, yeah. stocks. Yeah. And so there, there's a number of products out there. We've mentioned two Vanguard ones, but every ETF provider has them where it's just like they, they build a diversified portfolio for you. Yeah. And in one simple trade, bang. Yeah. You get it. You don't have to be an investor to be invested. (laughs) (laughs) New catch cry coming. So those are two one ETF portfolio options, but uh, there are other ways that you can do it and we will shed some light on how we do. Yeah. Well, I guess, so neither of us invest in those. Why? Why don't you? Why don't you just do VDHG and then go and play the drums and do whatever else you do in your spare time? Good question. Because I like the enjoyment of doing it myself. Yeah. I also don't feel like I want exposure to everything that's in mm. those ETFs. I want a bit more of a concentrated exposure to equities only. Yep. Um, though some of those other ones have bonds, as you said, cash and bits and pieces. Yeah. Property. Property. So um, those are probably the two two main reasons. Yeah. My, one of my reasons as well is the weighting of them is something that I want to have a bit more control over. So even the the high growth index has a meaningful allocation to bonds and cash and stuff like that, mm. which is good. Like that's great if you just want to buy one thing. But for me, it's like oh, I want to set set the terms. Yeah. So then yeah. I want to take the next level down and just buy the ETFs themselves. So what do you have in your portfolio? We've been talking about my auto invest. So, mm. uh, and I think I said this on a previous episode, but I picked five ETFs okay. with zero overlap. So nice. none of these stocks will overlap unless they're dual listed. Okay. Let's not worry about that. <laughs> no. uh, so S&P 500 gives me America. Yep. ASX 200 gives me Australia. Yep. FTSE Asia Index X Japan gives me... Asia. X Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, mainland Europe ETF. How many, like all all countries? Yeah. Okay, nice. Well, Western Europe, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then a FTSE 100, which is the UK. Nice. No Central South America? No South America. (laughs) Is there one? Yeah. There would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there's some big stock markets there, like Brazil's got a big index. Yeah. yeah. So that was a conscious decision you made to have five ETFs that gave you world coverage, no overlap. I just didn't have more money. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what you classify as your core? Yes. And that is what you are auto-investing into on a regular basis. Yes. Nice. Then do you have any ETFs outside of that? Yeah, I've got two that I've looked at recently. Cyber, the hack one. Oh, yeah. That was one of my first ever investments when we were doing Equity Mates, when we interviewed Beta Shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then the hydrogen one. Yeah. A bit of exposure to that. Uh, so they're, they're two ETFs that sit in my satellite and then I've got a, a number of individual stocks as well. But I don't auto-invest into any of the satellite stuff. Okay. Yeah. Will you? No, I don't think so. I think it's like I want to auto-invest into the core. If I if I if if you finally give me a pay rise here at Equity Mates, <laughs> I think it makes more sense for me, for me to put more into those core just country or like region indexes rather than like finding the next ATF and the next ATF and the yeah. next ATF. Yeah. yeah. Fair but, cool. But personal preference. Of course. Of course. Nice. Well, um, makes sense. No overlap. You're building your core there. The, that's the 10 plus year holdings. And then you've got a few around your satellites. Plus then I imagine individual companies as well. Plenty, yes. plenty of those. Uh, enough. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you? 
Um, not as diligent with the exposure globally, I've discovered. So my core is really centered around the ASX 200 here in Australia and S&P 500, both leveraged. So really just constantly putting money into both of those. I do have an Australian property ETF and then I've got my carbon ETF, my hydrogen ETF and my semiconductor ETF. Okay. But then I was like, hang on, I've got some investments elsewhere outside of the broker. I do have a uh, investment in the closed Magellan Global Fund. Yeah. And then when I looked at the holdings of that, it's pretty much the S&P 500. Yeah. But it just comes with way higher fees. Okay. So uh, that is now currently under review. Okay. Okay. They're on notice. <laughs> They're on notice. Currently under review. I bought years ago the it's the ticker is IWLD. It's the iShares Core MSCI World X Australia ESG leaders. Don't ask me why, but it's been in my Jeez, portfolio. It's, it's <laughs> a long title to that ATF. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been in my portfolio for ages. I have a bit of an emotional attachment to it, but again, it is really just so heavily concentrated with top American it's top just companies. Like big tech it's companies. just yeah, big yeah, yeah. tech and S&P 500. So again, probably should review that. And then I do have ATEC, which is the Aussie tech ETF, 55 um, tech ETFs. Te- 50, 55 tech stocks. Stocks, yeah, yeah, 55 tech stocks. So, yeah, you getting rid of it? No, 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 I really like that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't own any of the other tech stocks individually. Well, you would through the ASX. Yeah, yeah, but I like the concentration that this gives to REA, Computer Share, et cetera, et cetera. Zip. zip. No, Zip. <laughs> I mean, Zip might be in there, but zip would be in there. it's not a high concentration. It's not. So I think the, the key, that's a key point as we go over time here that um, you have overlap there and that's okay because you've made the decision that you want more exposure to those Australian tech names. Yeah. So you know people think about overlap and they're like you can't have overlap but you can overlap is completely fine as long as you're okay with having more exposure to the companies yeah yeah so if you want if you think that Aussie tech is going to do really well and so you want some extra exposure to Aussie tech alongside your ASX 200 ETF or if you think American companies in general are going to do really well and you buy like a Vanguard diversified growth index or a all world stock market index and then you buy some American specific stuff as well and S&P 500 to go on top of that, that's fine. Mm. But like just make the decision consciously knowing that there's overlap and mm. being and being okay with that overlap. Yeah, yeah. completely agree. I think the, the overlap here that I'm definitely going to review though is for example the, the Magellan and the... Um, iShares, both between them are very similar and then also against an, the index of the S&P 500. And then it just comes down to fees for me. It's what, what's the point in paying multiple fees for at the end of the day, getting exposure to the same top 10 holdings. Yeah. So yeah, look, we'll keep uh, everyone posted with how we progress with uh, with our portfolios. I think I think the, the final takeaway there is that like we're not talking about heaps of ETFs. No. There's 250 something ETFs listed in Australia, 257, 259. In the States, there's more than a thousand. I think Uh, I've just pulled that number up, but it it feels about (laughs) right. Um, (laughs) But, you know, some of the portfolios we've spoken about here, one ETF portfolios, or, you know, I have five in my core, you have two in your core and then four others or six in your core. I don't know how you're breaking that up. Yeah, whatever. But like, we're not talking about a a stupid amount of ETFs here. Um, And I think that is a really important point. Yeah. 
Well, Ren, that brings us to the end of our Get Started Investing episode. Hopefully, FinFest has gone well. We, uh, we're done for it for the year. <laughs> Yes. Crossed. <laughs> start planning next year. Though. Yeah, yeah. Start <laughs> planning next year. If you've enjoyed the show, can you please uh, jump over, rate, and review? Uh, we would appreciate it. Five stars if you would like to provide feedback. Otherwise, you can email us at contact at equitymates.com. But have a great week, and Ren will pick it up next week. Sounds good. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.